When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hudat and welcome back to Canastric Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Today we're going to be talking about uh, a, bit, a little bit of a, a preview of this weekend's game against the Packers and Lambeau, uh, this preseason game, and the past couple of practices in Green Bay and what's been going on and some takeaways in these past few practices and kind of the experience that the Saints have had this week being in Green Bay. Uh, they left pretty quickly after Houston to go to Green Bay and They've been in there for a little bit, and they're going to be in Green Bay throughout the week. So, uh, lots of things to talk about, and let's just get right into it. So, it's it's been a, a really interesting week in terms of practice and notes and things like that, partially because you're going up against other people. You know, we had some fights throughout training camp. Um, that's just partially because, you know, you're going against the same guy multiple times. You're going to get sick of him. He's going to get sick of you, and just things happen training camp happens so it's kind of a relief for some of these players to go up against someone else to see something else to you know I mean they don't go against Aaron Rodgers every day and Michael Thomas can't go up against you know a guy like Jair Alexander every day but I mean he can we have a better corner in Marshall Lattimore but we'll get into that um but just having the competition like that and the team-to-team conversation uh is cool it's it's cool to see and it's it's been tough to evaluate really what's going on because, you know, they have Aaron Rodgers on one side and we our quarterback one is on the sideline for most of the time. So obviously in practice one, Jameis didn't participate really in anything. I think he did warm ups and things like that uh, from the tweets I saw. Um, first day, Michael Thomas dominated. Nothing new. It was pretty impressive what I heard from Dennis Allen today. He was like. This Michael Thomas I'm seeing is like the Michael Thomas I saw pre-injury. And that's been kind of the first time we've heard anyone kind of say that in the Saints building. It's like, yeah, this is just Michael Thomas. There's no injury lingering there. So, uh, dominated these past practices. Obviously, you know, Jair Alexander uh, was matched up with him a lot. Jair's one of the best in the game. He got his two. Didn't catch every ball, but, you know, MT's going to compete every single down. And, 
I don't even know if he's at 120% yet, but he's playing like it. So it's cool to see that. Um, but Jameis has been off to the side today being the 17th. He did practice today a little bit. He was out there throwing some balls, had had his pads on. Uh, there were some videos of him running around and uh, going over the place, and that looked like a positive sign. Don't know if he really competed in any like competitive team drills. Like He obviously wasn't a full participant in anything, but just getting him back out there is a positive sign, and it's positive that he even took the flight here. Um, we kind of speculated a little bit last episode if Jameis was going to play this game, this preseason game. DA said tonight, the 17th, they're going to have a – like a, a staff meeting, a staff outing, he called it. Uh, get some beer, talk football, and they'll make their game plan for what they want to do in Green Bay at that time. But he said, yeah, Jameis isn't going to play in this game. And now I'm interested to see, do you even play him in preseason at all? If he was healthy, I think that, yeah, absolutely, you, you should. It doesn't hurt to play a drive or two. But now that he is dealing with that little foot injury, do you just wait and uh, just kind of hope that he's ready week one uh, th- the thing about preseason is you just kind of want to see what you have on paper with another team against a full team but we've kind of seen that with Jameis I mean they went to Miami they worked out together um, he's had a good amount of time with the team at practice it's not like he's missing any like chemistry things because that's kind of bi- it's been built already and it's not like he's completely absent so I'm not too worried about him missing any preseason games obviously you would love to see him out there but it just doesn't look lightly, likely at this time. So that brings up the question now. Will we see more of Andy Dalton? Because that first game against the Texans and that starting offense was great. I thought they were really, really good. They were sharp. They were on time. Dennis Allen was like, that's the Saints offense you're used to seeing. It's on rhythm. It's on schedule. That's kind of the main things that we've heard over the past decade is rhythm and schedule. So that was key to, for me to see. But, you know, when Book took a seat, when some of the linemen took a seat, when Olave took a seat, it got ugly. And it wasn't what we wanted to see. It wasn't great football. Uh, Ian Book didn't play amazing. So this game, you're going to play a deeper team with better players. Can Ian Book have a game that's better? Can he look better? Because he needs to. And I didn't think this going in. But I think right now, Ian Book's fighting for his job. Not just for the Saints, too. For the another team, for the NFL, for anyone else. Because the Saints will keep Jameis and Ian, Andy Dalton for sure. They usually keep a third quarterback around. I thought maybe they you know, potentially would cut Book and try and get him on the practice squad. Or you know, keep him on the 53-man roster and just have him inactive every game. Because if you think about it, you're like, wow, what if... What if, you know, Jameis can't play a game and we have Andy Dalton? If Andy Dalton were to go down, who do you think would come out in quarterback next? Ian Book or Taysom Hill? You know what I mean? So Taysom would and is a tight end now. Don't know what his involvement will be in the quarterback room. But, you know, if you're playing a competitive game and you want to win, you're going to put the best player out there. And I think at this time, I, I mean, I trust Taysom Hill more than Ian Book even when he's playing tight end and has gained some weight. So uh, we just need to be able to see it from Ian Book. If you can go out there and have a good game, that's great. All he needs to do is manage the game, make some throws, make the throws he needs to make, and throw the ball away. Don't get sacked. Don't take five sacks this game when you don't need to. Uh, Have a little bit more uh, communication with your offensive line. 
So that'll be the main thing for me. Can Ian Book take that next step? Can Andy Dalton consistently be, you know, that guy in this offense, that that solid backup? Because if Andy Dalton continues to be that, I mean, you got one of the best backups in the NFL. And I truly believe that. I mean, Andy Dalton was a starter for a decade plus and a good starter as well. So those are the main things on offense. Another thing I'd like to see is the running back position. I still want to see someone take a next step. Tony Jones had a good day today. Uh, Dwayne Washington obviously had a good game last week. Are we going to see another running back start the game? That's the main focus for me is book and that running back position. Because, you know, you look at the Ozigbo. Ozigbo didn't play a ton. Abram Smith didn't really play to the end. Are we going to see, you know, a, a different rotation, the same rotation, or something completely different? So that's kind of the main things for offense. And it's going to be an important game because after this, you only have one game left and then two weeks and then the season starts. So unless you find your guy in these next two weeks, next two or three weeks, you could be looking uh, maybe on, on cut down day for a guy out there. So that's interesting. And that's something I'm really looking forward to the game this Friday, recording this Wednesday. So quick turnaround for the Saints. Go back home and uh, play the last preseason game at home. So let's get over to the defensive side of the ball before we wrap things up in the pod. Uh, these past two two practices, uh, it has been a big tell for me, honestly. You've gone up against Aaron Rodgers with, obviously, no Devontae Adams. But regardless, talented wide receivers all around. And from what I've seen and heard, the defense has dominated. Today, Aaron Rodgers struggled a lot. Uh, most people said he probably finished under 50% passing in the team periods where they went one-on-one. Uh, there was a scuffle. Uh, Jarvis Landry got thrown out of practice. There was some concern earlier about him being injured. I don't think it was an injury. I think it was more, you know, cool off, let your head cool off. And I wouldn't say he got kicked out, but he got kicked out. So uh, competition going on, but the defense dominated. And it sounds like, you know, they had one big play to Alan Lazard that you know CJ Garner Johnson got beat but I think a lot of people would have thought if it was a real game it wouldn't have counted because CJ got his hand in really late and punched that ball out and don't know if he got enough feet down and bounds but it just sounds like you know you obviously want to see these things from the defense the Saints played this team uh, last year in Jacksonville and dominated them kind of 38 to 3 and it kind of felt like that again today uh, the Saints offense kind of struggled again in practice just a little bit. Struggled isn't even the right word, just more of a rhythm thing. But now I'm really interested to see, you know, that first drive um, in preseason. Will Aaron Rodgers play? Probably not. But they still have a first-round pick, you know, a guy that should be starting now, uh, you know, with Green Bay or anyone else uh, in Jordan Love. So talented guy there. How good can that first unit be against them? And does it look a lot like last week? You know, do Bradley Roby and Paulson Debo play in a little bit and then sub everyone else in? Or do we see a little bit more of another guy? Uh, we'll just have to find out. But, you know, Marcus May played a little bit last week. Does his plays get up a little bit? P.J. Williams played a lot. Do we see, you know, Cam Jordan Tyron? I doubt it. I doubt we'll see, like, Demario or Pete Warner just based off injuries. But, yeah, that, again, connects me to linebacker position. And what we have there. I mean, it was a weird week for the for the linebackers. They went out and signed John Bostic 
do we see a little bit of him and what he could bring? Right now, I think, uh, for the most part, I think Eric Wilson has cemented kind of that linebacker three position. Um, Chase Hansen had a really good week last week, yeah, but there was a reason he was a free agent before. Obviously, he's got to do a lot of a lot of things moving forward. He's got to keep getting better and better. If he can have another good game, that'd be incredible. But Eric Wilson's just kind of that veteran who has been there, done that, and does a lot of things well in special teams and defense. So who's going to step forward? Is it going to be a Sewell again? Will it be Chase Hansen? Do we see Bostic? That's going to be another thing as well. And I think the secondary, the backup secondary, needs to play a lot better this week. And hopefully we see you know some step forwards there. That about does it for today's show, honestly. You know, the Saints, like I said earlier, the staff's getting together. They're having a beer. They're going to talk about the game plan. So I would love to be in that conversation, but I'm not. So up until game time, it's going to be speculation to say who plays, who doesn't. But you can just assume that it's going to look a lot like last week and uh, maybe a little bit longer time for guys like Alave and, and such. But, you know, we'll just have to see. Really looking forward to the game. Uh, we'll be coming at you guys after the game of the post-game pod to talk about what happened, uh, who we liked, who we didn't, and, you know, all things Saints. Thank you guys for tuning in for today's episode. I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? 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 Who